Welcome to the Tim and James universe. Look in our eyes. We are the buddies. Getting out of cubbies. We know you're hot. You will pop off. We turn back the clock for you. What is up, all you AEW Rampage fucks? Oh. Buddies are here with AEW Orgy uh, to go over everything that happened on let's see, 20, 19, uh September 17th episode of Rampage. If I can. There it is. Found it. Uh, so we start a fucking good show. I popped a lot of different times because of commentary and things that were said. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, no, the comment, the commentary is it fucking kills me. Yeah, we didn't have Mark Henry on there, so the commentary went very smoothly. Which is funny because I didn't even notice that until they had Mark Henry do the uh, pre-main event interview. Yeah, that's when I was like, oh. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's why Taz had more, like, room to talk, and nobody was waiting. Nobody was talking. Because, you know, sometimes they go real, like, well, and then he hit of this. Like, sometimes Henry's like, you know, and then they do this, and then, oh, and then Excalibur, like, goes over him or something, and it's like, yeah, fucking talk, Henry. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Uh, so, again, just a three, uh, a lot of uh, uh, HFO this episode. Some people there, were talking yes. about it. Were they? A lot of people, yeah. What, what I listen to, they they don't really care for things that are going on with Matt Hardy right now. Well, we have said previously how we don't really care about what's going on with the HFO. Like it's yeah, it's, it's gone like, longer than I thought it would. Yeah, and it sucked. And especially it's he's still doing shit with Orange Cassidy because something happened later on where he, again he talked about Orange Cassidy and I was like I thought that shit was over, but I guess not. Now he wants to shave his head. I, yeah, I guess hair versus hair match, which I'm wondering because Matt's never had short hair ever. So no. I'm wondering if he's going to let Orange get over and for the first time ever be like bald or shaved head. Or if maybe Cassidy wants to shave his head. So this is a way to do it. Or It's I don't not know. like his it's not like with Corbin, like his hair is thinning and it's very fucking obvious. Yeah, Matt's had luckily unless he's been doing shit to keep up with the balding. And so finally he's just like, you know, it, he always has the hair in a ponytail pretty good now. So like maybe he has a bald spot. <laughs> maybe. Cause he has he's a fucking bow legs. Yeah. Those fucking Jimmy legs, dude. <laughs> it is very weird watching him move around. I've never laughed harder than when he went on that rope and he flipped over. God damn it. Yeah. He was that, he was that intro. I forget who his partner was, but he just like flipped straight over. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think commentary were laughing their asses off. If I remember correctly. Uh, so we start off hot with Lucha Brothers versus, versus what am I, baby? Uh, uh, <laughs> Lucha Brothers versus Butcher and Blade for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Uh, you know, the normal shit. Uh, Butcher looking uh, thinner, fucking more fit since being hurt and being back and shit. Blade's looking good as a wrestler. And it's like, all right, if they could just get away from HFO, I think they'd be good. 
They're not going in anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, that is true. Um, I did like the end of this match because the blade uh, tied Penta's mask to the rope so he can't run over. Because you know how uh, luchadors are with their masks. So they got uh, Phoenix up to do their finishing move. But Penta slid off the mask while having his face covered and then super kicked uh, Blade to have Phoenix, I think, like roll up Karana or whatever it's fucking called to get Butcher. And then they got the one, two, three. And then immediately after that, uh, I think Private Party and maybe Matt, I think, all came in and they all started beating the shit out of them. And then uh, out of nowhere comes Santana and Ortiz for the save. And uh, they all slid out of the ring and they stood tall with their fucking dead president's makeup and shit. And it's like, fuck yeah, we need like a real Mexican stable. And like that popped me off. Not, not that fucking death triangle bullshit with that Englishman. I guess that's their new thing is doing all the, the dead presidents presidents makeup all the time. Well, didn't they do that in impact for a while or something? I remember, I remember that. I don't know. It's not bad. Maybe I didn't watch impact. So no, yeah, me neither. So this is the first I've ever really, heard of Santana and Ortiz. I just know they were called LAX and in, in there, I believe. Yeah. Uh and then next we had Anna J versus the Bunny. Uh again, good to look at, but match was alright. I think the bunny's a little greenish still. She's been wrestling a long time though. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Because I know Anna Jay, when they first signed her, she only had, like, six matches under her belt. Because I believe she trained at, like, uh, yeah. like Cody School or something like that. And they were basically just like, let's take everybody from here. <laughs> so they signed them. Because they, you know, they needed bodies in the beginning of AEW. Uh, but, yeah, this one had a funky ending, which, you know, whatever. Uh, I believe, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, got... Uh, Brass Nucks and then hit uh, Anna Jay, and then I think they hit Tay Conte afterwards. Or Ty. I always want to say Tay. I'm also confused sometimes. It's like with Pac. I'm still like, is it Pac or Pac? Half the time I can't remember. <laughs> Just say the bastard. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Oi! Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, so... And then, I believe after we that... The, we have the rating for that yet? AEW? Yeah, for Rampage? Uh, I'll go... You go look while I talk I'll if you want. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, I believe uh, after that is when we had Matt in the ring with, I believe, Tony Chavone talking, and he was talking about how, like, like you know, I'm still going to go against Orange Cassidy and this and that, you know. He's annoying. He's like, and that guy's been bothering me all night. The uh, What do you say? The, the Orange Cassidy... Uh, doppelganger or something like that, and the camera pans to this fat guy wearing like jean pants, jean shirt, and then shirt, and then like with the glasses, and then he's like, uh, "You know what?" And then he leaves, and I just hear Taz like, "Well, you know, Orange Cassidy fan," and I was just like, "God damn it!" That just really got me because you know he's a fat guy compared to Orange Cassidy, and that shit just mega fucking popped me. Uh, uh, what do you call it? And then uh, wait, where's? Dude, this thing so left some... I found I found the thing. Okay, this thing left some stuff out. So the rating is uh, on par with last week, six hundred forty-two thousand. Okay. 
And I did the mistake of looking um, looking in the comments, and um, somebody had said oh, TNT no. originally wanted 500k from Dynamite, so I think they're totally stoked about this number at 10 on a Friday. And then somebody somebody said, or someone said, I bet they are, and I something about television executives. And somebody said all AEW sexuals know exactly what the television executives want. It's in their DNA, or Meltzer's DNA is in their mouth, something like that. Not being an AEW mark. I'm not smart enough to remember. So AEW a- sexuals is that what is that what they? Oh, I guess that's what I am. I I mean I guess so. I just like I just can tell what show is good and what one isn't. Having watched WWE for my entire life, it's bad. <laughs> like it it always it wasn't always, but it started getting really bad around 2005 2006, and it never really got better. It just you know, got worse and worse, and it's awful. I don't care how good Roman is now. Don't care. He was so bad for so long, my interest is gone. You know what's hilarious to you right now? Is this Sunday's Extreme Rules, and not one match has any type of stipulation yet. I didn't even know. Are you, yeah. I mean, why so, would I? But it's supposed to be Extreme Rules. Like, you know, tables, chairs, uh, ladders, matches. There's nothing. It's just called Extreme Rules. My favorite thing is how two weeks ago, like the entirety of Raw was that like tag team tournament thing yeah. where like it was the first hour and the last hour. And then the next week there was absolutely no tag match because they switched it up because of the demo. They lost the demo. So they made Biggie win. So they switched yeah. everything up. But it's like you your entire show was built around this match happening this week. And then it just doesn't have it. And now they're doing cross brand shit because tonight on Raw, it's uh you know, uh, Roman and the Usos versus uh, the New Day. Yeah, I saw that. But, but, but they're not supposed to. They're two different shows. It is it is amazing how bad they are. Dude, I can't stand it. It's uh, really bad. A side note. I mean, we don't have to get into it because I know you probably don't want to review it. But I watched, you know, the, the plane ride from hell. Uh, I also watched it. Uh, why... Why didn't Vince say something? He was on the plane with Linda. Like, I feel that like is, if Vince yeah. would have been like, hey, calm down or stop, they would have stopped. But Vince never said it. He sent JR to do it. No one's going to fucking listen to JR. They, they kept fighting until one of them almost bumped into the fucking emergency exit. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a question to ask Vince, which he'll never answer. So oh, I know. I, but it just knows. I could understand if Vince wasn't on the flight. You know, the, like, the boss ain't here. We can get away with. You know, three carts worth of alcohol, full bottle alcohol, not the mini ones. Yeah. Well, I guess no dreamers off busted open radio, right? Yeah, I listened to that episode earlier today. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. yeah. Lose your whole livelihood. Now you're basically. Did anybody want to see Tommy Dreamer? Buddy. What was he even doing? Uh, I know he has his own promotional shit, though. Those House of Hardcore stuff. Well, there you go. Just keep doing that. But but he hasn't been doing that because of COVID. So. Oh. But then now, now if he tries to put it on, oh, I don't want to work for that insensitive guy. Maybe just think twice before you say something on something that's going to be broadcasted for everyone to watch. I also like how he likened her story to someone not liking his double ponytail. Yeah, he I'm did, sure he did I'm try sure, and make it self-deprecating. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure somebody forcing uh, a woman to touch their peepee is exactly the same as seeing your double ponytail and going, ooh. Like, you know, like, he is right, though. I don't like it. Like, he, he was only on the show because he was on the plane, right? Like, 
Uh, yeah. Maybe that's an episode where you just go, hey, you know, never mind. I don't want to be on this episode. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you get that paycheck, though. Because they even had, like, Scott Hall call in, and he's like, I don't I don't remember what happened. And it's like, well, of course you didn't. You're, like, the I, hiding the fucking drug shit. And what's funny is I he's the one I believe the most. <laughs> well, yeah, of course he wouldn't remember. Yeah. You're drunk, yeah. like, drunk and probably high as shit on pills and shit. I bet a lot of people don't really remember that much. Oh, yeah. When they said JBL just slapped the shit out of uh, Michael Hayes and knocked him out, I popped off. Because, like, not, not punched him. They said he slapped him and just knocked his ass out. And I was like, yeah. Because JBL is a big, strong fucking dude. A lot of people always said JBL is strong as shit. So, so just, also a bully, I heard. Oh, definitely. Uh, not like Randy Orton, though. I think Randy Orton used to touch his balls and then shake people's hands. Yes. Uh, and then there's a thing where Taker, is, somebody said something about Undertaker, that he made somebody do something. Well, yeah. It was I didn't Renee, bother reading it. It was Rene Dupree. He, uh... Oh, yeah. So, I guess he... they Someone took, like, his $5,000 shoes and $1,000 suit and, like, fucked it up, like, putting it, I think, in the shower and shit. Because he didn't go out to, like, drink with them. But he's like, nobody invited me. And then, like, the <laughs> next day, when they were wrestling, uh, someone took his French flag, put it in the toilet, and then people shit and pissed on it. And so, he took that as an, like... A, like race because he's like you know i'm, I'm fr- of french descent like i'm canadian like that's what i am like that's that's racist shit like it's an attack and so he went to like take her and you know say hey or he went to i forget who he said and then of course the answer as always is oh j- we'll just no sell it but then yeah. he went to take her and was like well what if someone did this to you and then i think he revealed that like he told the boys to do that because he didn't go out with them so i was like oh cool thanks you're supposed to be the fucking leader of the locker room and you're doing this shit i'll tell you what buddy I can't wait for the next episode of Dark Side of the Ring. It's Chris Canyon. That's uh, Thursday. That's another. Right? It's huh? It's Thursday, right? I don't know. Uh, but that's another story that's not going to paint Ric Flair in a good light. Because <laughs> nope. when Chris Canyon was on Howard Stern, he called into the show and just like basically called him like a liar. Like WWE didn't fire you because you were gay. They fired you because you sucked ass. Yeah. And he like, and I guess he always looked up to Flair as like his hero, and he he was the one who trained David Flair. And shit like that. So, like, I guess I, I didn't look up the footage, but I guess someone said in the footage you could just see his face, like, like just drain, like, you know, like this is his hero, and he's like just saying all this shit to him. And then, like, I think a couple months later, they like he said he wanted to commit suicide because of that, but he didn't. But then, you know, one day his brother just found him dead, and it's like, fuck, dude. I didn't know he was gay. I just mm. remember seeing Chris Canyon on TV, and like, like, oh, he just didn't. He was a WCW guy, and when I was younger, I just assumed he didn't fit in that's why they let him go because you saw a lot of wcw guys come in and then they just got let go they just disappeared you know yeah pretty intense though yep i wonder what what tony khan's making people do are they throwing shit at each other like what what the fuck are they doing over there huh (sighs) i should go back and watch some of the uh other dark side of the rings that i don't think i saw any of last season I don't. I don't think anything really got my attention last season. I remember seeing the Benoit one because, of course, right. Um, and then I s- remember seeing the Bruiser Brody one. That one made me sad, especially knowing that that was also uh, John uh, Huber's favorite wrestler. That's why he took the namesake Brody. Mm. Um. Uh, and there, there was another one I watched, but some of them I just kind of like didn't really care about but this season with this one it was like jesus christ and the chris canyon one i'm interested in so i, I am interested in it i do oh, want yeah. to watch that deathmatch one 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what do you call it? Also said, uh, Terry Runnels said that uh, Brock flashed her. So that's, but he's not getting yeah. jacked in the mud right now. Oh. Just Dreamer is. The buddy told me she said it was small and red, and she didn't say that in the episode. I saw a clip, so I wonder if they edited it out for the actual episode. It's possible. I heard I heard the clip. I heard, like, it was quoted, and I was like, oh, wow. Unless I was reading something on Kayfabe News, and I didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fooled me. It fooled me once before. Because it'll show it in my Google, when I go through my Google News, it'll say God something, and I'll, I'll read it, and I'm like, what the, f-? like, no way. And then I look at things, and it's Kayfabe News, and it's like, oh, God damn it. God damn it, buddy. They fucking got you. you I've been fooled before. Well, because there was one. Oh, shit. Uh, it was something that happened recently. Uh, I think it was something to do with Goldberg. And it's like, yeah, of course he lost. He's, uh, Vince is saying that, like, oh, he's a big, dumb fuckhead. And I was like, there's no way he said that. And then I looked at the top and it's a kayfabe news. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it got me a couple times. But, uh. I don't know. That's just that's what I've heard. And also, too, Dustin, like, you felt bad for him because he tried getting them to stop. And then I guess he got drunk and he missed Terry. So he was, like, singing through the intercom to her and then eventually just got passed out. And that's when the lady got her intercom back. And it's just like if there was the only like, one who tried to stop Flair. Yeah. And yeah, because he was in the back of the plane. He's like, hey, like, stop, dude. Like, get away. So, like, Dustin is the good guy. And then you just felt bad. But he was an asshole, too, because he was, like, spitting his spit in the fucking pocket. Are you sure? So, like. You know, he had his moments, too, but at least his weren't as bad. And they were saying that, like, cleaning the plane, they found, like, needles and garbage and soda and shit. Yeah, and it was like, disturbing to hear about the, the pill culture. Yeah, like, holy shit. Even, yeah, Mike Kyoto's like, yeah. We, and then someone blatantly said, oh, yeah, we used to slip. RVD was like, yeah, you put it in a girl's drink and you just have your way with her. And it's like, how come no one's getting out of that? Why, is no one, why didn't nobody say anything to any of the boys? Yeah, they're just, they're just they're focused on fucking Flair making her touch his, his well-endowed pee-pee. Yeah, let's, let's go back to and, that. Yeah, and then fucking uh, Dreamer saying that like he didn't believe her. Right. Well, let's go back to Rampage. Uh, I believe we had... Did we have the promo with Ruby and Britt? We, yes, we did. Okay. It, this, this fucking thing didn't have any of that listed in there. Not even like for a quick second. So I did pop off at that, too, because they were talking... And then um, they had a nice little back and forth where she's like, oh, it's finally, yeah, you know, you finally get some TV time, you know, like a shot because she wasn't on, like, WWE TV at all. And then she's like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, I've dealt with, like, girls like you, this and that. Or she's like, you're just like every other girl I know. Like, uh, like just fool yourself, this and that, and banging some dude in the back. And then people were like, whoa! It was like, yeah, I am. Yeah, that shit popped me. And then she said some other shit to her, like uh, – Oh, I forget what she said. To be fair, he wasn't in the back until a couple weeks ago. I know. But it's just it's just fucking funny. Yeah. And then uh, she said some other stuff. I forget what she said back. God damn it. But then Brit or uh, Ruby closed with like, like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm surprised you can even see whatever with your head so far up Tony Khan's ass. And then she's like, oh, and then people are like, oh, and then Dude, like, uh, I popped of off broke. because of what Adam Cole tweeted. What did he? T- oh, the when I when I sent you. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, Adam Cole, I've, it had to be in relation to something, but, like, I saw it out of context. And it was just a picture of, like, Shivoni hugging Brit, but it was close up on his face. So you saw, like, her hair, her shoulder, and you saw his, like, little face smiling. And Adam Cole just <laughs> tweeted that. And it was like, God damn it. Yeah. He's been here, like, five minutes, and he's already, like, popping me off. That's pretty good. 
because like he, I think last week on Dynamite, he's like, you know, like yeah, yeah, I know you're friendly with her, but you know, you do one thing, say one thing. He's like, I'll, 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 you know, pop you, knock you out, this and that. So basically, just threatening him for like being close to like Brit. Yep. But that shit fucking mega pop me. Just out of, out of nowhere, I just see like, because his profile picture is like half his face is dark, like he's in the shadows, like he's evil. So I just saw that, and then I saw Shavoni's giant face, and I just, I fucking pop. <laughs> Uh, and then we had the uh, the match of the night, Miro versus Fuego del Sol for the TNT Championship. He wanted one more match, and he put his brand new car on the line that he got with his contract signing. And uh, and uh, guess who fucking won, buddy? Fuego? No. Uh, so they fucking he was avoiding him a lot in the beginning, uh, you know, irritating him this and that. He finally uh, got his ass beat, and then uh, he won. Uh, Miro won, and then he took the keys, shoved them in his mouth, lanyard and all, and then put him in the uh, Machka clutch or whatever the fuck that move's called. The game over or whatever. Game over, yeah. And just fucking wrenched on him while he had, like, keys in his mouth. And then eventually Sammy came running in, and then uh, he got out. What? It's pretty good. It was never called that. It was the athlete. I know. It was the Machka (laughs) kid. Oh, okay. Damn it. Uh, uh, But they had, you know, they had that little beginning uh, interview with Mark Henry, and Fuego was talking about, like, you know, oh, God, this and that, like, you know, whatever. And then Miro mega fucking popped me because he's going on and on. And then he's like, the only uh, way I'll be celebrating is with my God above and my wife below. And I just fucking howl, dude. I fucking... <laughs> Keeps talking I, about his wife. Dude, I love... I just... I fucking love it, dude. It's so good. Like, I love this Miro. Like, holy shit, WWE are fucking retards for this shit. Like... Look how, like, just fucking, this is like a heavyweight championship status. Like, he's fucking up there, dude, with, like, the way he does his promos and what he says and shit. Like, oh. Yeah, the gimmick works. God damn it. Sure the fuck, I don't want him to lose his belt because I'm enjoying everything that's fucking going. I don't think he'll lose it to Sammy because eventually that's what we're leading to, it looks like, is him versus Sammy. But yeah, uh, I don't want Sammy to take the belt off, you know? You never know. I mean, even if he does lose, he could still just be God's favorite wrestler. No, I know, but it, I don't feel like it would work as strong. Because then, what? He's going to talk about banging his wife after wrestling Serpentico? You know yeah, what I mean? Not. Like He's, uh, he's got to have, like, these these matches against, like, you know, bigger-name people. Like, you know, I, I want to see him fuck Cody up. I hope Cody doesn't beat Malachi Black. But you know he is. He's back. God damn it. He's got a little baby. He's got to win every match from now on so he can show his little baby girl, like, look, I won. Oh no! Oh, uh, <laughs> that two point video was pretty fucking good. And like, oh, you want to challenge us? And then like, Renee walks by and he's like, you want to challenge us? And then someone's like, you don't, you don't want to talk, you don't want to challenge, you don't want to talk to her. And they're like, huh? <laughs> it's like, god damn it! That no, fucking I, I, don't, I don't know why they keep calling Daniel Garcia their son. <laughs> I don't either, but fuck it, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I didn't know, but Dante Martin apparently is like twenty. I didn't know he was that young. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I heard uh, I heard uh, Tony Khan on Busted Open. I think it was from Friday's episode or something like that. And he was talking about, like, you know, the division and people were like, you know, who are these, like, young – like, who do you think, like, could be stars? And they're like, you got to look at some of the dudes. Like, they're still in their early 20s. Like, MJF just barely hit, like, middle middle 20s. Jungle Boy's, like, 22, 23. Uh, that's when he was, like, Dante Martin's, like, 20. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't know Dante Martin was 20. Yeah. 
the Anna J is like 23, I think, also. Like, she's young. Yep. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, and like, arguably, they can keep going until they're like 40. They could keep wrestling for 20 more years, you know? Arguably. Yeah. I mean, fuck. So it's like, that's so good. Well, they just announced, too, that they have a, a partnering up with the Owen Hart Foundation. Yeah, and I didn't know what the fuck that was. I I thought that was something exclusive to I thought that was something WWE did, but but I think I'm I don't know. I just you oh, think Martha Hart would? hates them. Who? Martha Hart, Owen Hart's wife. She refuses to let them induct Owen Hart in the Hall of Fame. Oh, really? She she hates them. Well, I mean, essentially they killed him. So <laughs> You're right, cuz they hired someone who I someone who didn't know what they were doing exactly or or something some incompetent Somebody who didn't check it or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Drunk or something. Something. Um, so she does not like them. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's this is kind of what they do for, like, the the Connors Cure and shit like that. Like, they signed a partnership with the Owen Hart Foundation, which I think donates, like, f- things that, that the, like, uh, the needy need. I think, like, you know, like, school shit and, like, just money and shit for, for the needy. Um it also is going to start, I believe, the Owen Hart tournament, in which the person will get like a trophy at the end. Which I'm wondering if that's a singles thing or a tag thing. It's probably a singles thing, huh? Uh, probably. And they Everybody also wins. get exclusive rights for like merchandise, like shirts and other uh, things that they get mm. to sell. So you can only find like certain Owen Hart shirts or Owen Hart things through AEW. So it's a pretty big deal. That's why everyone's sharing it. Jericho shared it. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw it all over Twitter. People kept resharing it. And finally I was like, all right, I'll read it. And then that's when I was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Like again, this company has been around for almost three years, right? We're coming up on the third year. Yeah. It was all of 19, all of 20 and then 2020. Yeah. So th- this, no, we already hit it then, right? Didn't it start in September of 2019? The I think it did. So That's we're already no, because it went all of 19, all of 20, and now we went all from so from 19 September to 20, of 19. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, they had their their pay per view before that, so that's like, the they, third year thing. It's, okay, that's that's it's existed out. in a form before that. Yeah, because that was a year prior. Yeah. Uh, either way, though, I mean, two years on TV, and this is what we got. We got, like, the hottest fucking shit going on right now in wrestling, storyline-wise, long-term storytelling, just fucking... They got Punk back. They got fucking Brian Danielson. Like, God, you know, Kenny's at the top of his game. Like, the only thing I can make this shit that much more better is if fucking Hangman comes back, and it's just like, uh... Oh, I mean, that's coming. I know. And then you got... Now you got the this Dark partnership... Order. Oh, God, you got this partnership going and, you know, just everything's really fucking good. And I'm I don't see this company slowing down or folding. So, I mean, that's I'm very happy about that because it'd be it'd be a shame. But the way they're doing partnerships and everything, it's with impact and and, uh, what do you call it? New Japan. Like there's no way this is going anywhere because I feel like now everybody will help everybody, you know, besides WWE. You know what I mean? It's just nice to have. Wrestling again because like I was fully out of it, and then well, all you, of a sudden that for, that pay per view came around. And I watched like wow, this is really good. And then they announced they were coming to TV. It's like oh my fuck yeah. Well, I mean like everyone talks about 
some people still say like the best days of wrestling were like those territorial days where it's like, you know, you new people would come over, new people would do this and that. And it's like, that's a bit like, why can't, you know, the impact champion, you know, I don't know. Let's say, I don't know. I know, I know he's not, but like, why can't Moose come over and fucking, you know, wrestle Brian cage or something like that? Like, wh- like why can't that happen? You know? So them opening the doors and doing this shit, like, it's just fucking dope. You get to see people like I didn't know who the fuck Nick Cage was, so I got to learn of who he was because of his match with Jericho, you know. And I, you, you learn new shit. I didn't know any of these Japanese guys that came in. Now I do. Like we got to see the Impact Championship defended, the heavyweight and the tag belts. I think have been defended on Dynamite or something on and national we, TV. Yeah, and we got to see the fucking IWGP US Championship defended. That's crazy. Yeah, like, that shit never, like, in all of, you know, Impact used to be on, like, Spike, but, the, you know, they've been on the nothing but Twitch now, so it's, like, it's nice to have something back on, like, TV, you know? Fucking Don Callis, goddamn, he's so fucking good. Not bad. But, you know, I just, it's just, this is, like, the premiere time. And, I, and you know, we grew up with WWE and, like, loving it, so, like, you know, like we were really in, enthralled with it. I'm not saying I wish I was that age now with AEW because AEW is a little more grown up, but I'm glad I'm an adult that can appreciate good wrestling and like not so much over the top. Like there's been a handful of, you know, unsanctioned matches and there's been like one death match. So it's like I can appreciate that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. God, now we got the Grand Slam in a couple of days. And then a special two-hour orgy next week, or uh, Rampage next week. Yep. Uh, that's going to go. And at the Arthur Ashe, that's their biggest stadium they've ever been in, right? Uh, 18,000, yeah. Well, man, I hope they sell out. Wouldn't that be fucking something? Well, from what I heard, I don't know if they sold out, but from what I heard, you know, because WWE is having shows in New York also, like soon. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, AEW tickets are outselling WWE tickets. Now, some hardcore WWE people are like, well, they announced it a week earlier and, and AEW tickets are cheaper. And it's like, that doesn't matter. WWE can lower tickets or fucking, you know what I mean? Or AEW can ramp up tickets. Like, it's just maybe more people want to see fucking good wrestling than that goddamn bullshit. Like, it is. Like, no one wants to see Randy Orton wrestle somebody for the 18,000th time, right? It's just not exciting anymore. And no. all the surprises announced before the show starts, so nothing is shocking. Yeah, because they want to pop ratings. Right. It's God, God damn it. Ratings will pop naturally if your fucking shit's good. How about that? Yeah, remember when Raw used to be like 4 million like every week? I remember when it was like 7 to 8 million. Jesus. Yeah. And then the fact that like uh, w- uh, AEW has beat Raw in the 18 to 49 demographic every – for the past two weeks – is insane. Like, you got a 4-3 while Raw got, like, a 4-4 four, four or some shit like that. It really... Like, I know we, we should talk WWE a lot, and, and which every every bit of it is deserved, but it really is something weird. Like, people make personal Twitter accounts where it's just devoted to being a fucking, like, WWE mark. Like, yeah. the one I sent you where it's just, like, this is the most pathetic thing I've seen where the entire account was created to go after AEW and like his banner is pictures of all the AEW wrestlers who have blocked him on Twitter as if it's some kind of like achievement like I, it tell you what it's not hard to get blocked by somebody on Twitter you want to get blocked one sentence it'll take to add yeah. 
and they will get fucking blocked. And it's not because you hurt their feelings. It's literally just because, wow, that's an idiot. Block. Yeah, I, just don't I block hear... people all the fucking time who aren't even talking to me just because I see something get shared and like, wow, that's stupid. I don't want to see that again. Block. Yeah. It, it is. It's just it's shocking, kind of. No, I, I, I get the shows. it. How do you not see they're bad? I don't. I, I guarantee you they probably never even watched a Dynamite. Like, oh, no, absolutely not. You know, they just look at ratings and when it slips below, like you like you told me, like, oh, you know, oh, it went below this. They're probably happy with that. But, you know, who cares? Like, you know, they probably just look at numbers. Yeah. I see the WWE clips on Twitter. I see the clips, too. When I hear something's bad, I look at it as well, and it's bad. Yeah, and, like, how are you supposed to pop off or enjoy a fucking women's title match with Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss when she does – she stole someone else's gimmick and they fired yeah. Yeah. And Charlotte's just a piece of shit now. So it's like, who am I supposed to cheer for, the gimmick stealer or the asshole – idiot that everyone's already fucking tired of she's like a, she's almost like a 16-time champion already she's only been on the main roster for like five years and isn't her gimmick just her dad's gimmick pretty much she goes whoa comes out in a robe right so they both still gimmicks yeah does she fucking helicopter her tits on, on unsuspecting people <laughs> with, with booby tassels i know she came into at wrestlemania on a helicopter <laughs> is that close enough huh i don't know huh? that. Yeah, that a couple wrestlemanias ago she came in on a helicopter uh, she got flown in for her match. She lose. I. What? Do you, who the fuck knows? I don't know. They they fucking played hot potato with that title for so goddamn long. She could have lost, probably. That's very true. And then what they're doing with Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, like all that stupid shit. Yeah, Becky looks stupid. But she it's just so it's cool. it's so dumb that like okay, Becky comes back at SummerSlam, beats her in like fucking ten seconds. And then now you're, like, having her, like, I can beat you and this and that. Why don't you beat her in that fucking moment then? Yeah. Like, you know, you're doing this long-ass thing but to, buddy, for a match. To her opponent. Jesus Christ. And, and if she wins and takes it off Becky, then it's just, like, that, that title's fucking worthless, too. Like, the only time it mattered was when fucking Heel Bailey had it for, like, a, over a year. All those titles are worthless. <sighs> the most worthless belts they, they there really now are the tag team belts. Over. Men and women's. Especially the women's, like there's even well, at least the men have tag teams, but like the last four champions of the women's tag teams have been like mismatched people. Like the, Nia, the male tag Nia teams now are mismatched. No, but they still have like uh, uh, Viking Raiders. They still have New Day. They still have like t- teams that are tag teams. Yeah, I guess so, some. You know the Dirty Dogs. Who? The Dirty Dogs. Who? I don't know who Ziggler that is. and Bobby Roode. Oh god damn it! Been attacking forever. Wow, great. And then, but the women's one, you had fucking uh, uh, Natty and Tamina. Then you had Nia and Shayna. Then you had uh, someone else. And then now they're thinking that like, oh, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley are gonna win the tag title. So there's another mismatch team right there. Remember how over Bobby Roode was? Oh, 100%. he came into NXT. Well, Vince didn't like Glorious, so they just stopped that. Of, oh, buddy, absolutely. Just like he didn't like 10. Just like yep. he didn't like people chanting uh, uh, Rusev Day. Yep. I don't, I don't know why you'd hate people liking didn't, your product. Didn't like Zack Ryder getting over. Oh, I'm sorry. It, do, be, they like chanting Rusev Day, and he had the highest-selling merch. That, that's a problem, so you're going to kill it? 
You're gonna yeah, make, buddy, because you're, you're, you're gonna turn him into you're gonna turn him into a cuck while his wife goes and fucks some big black cock. Vince has like a creator complex where only shit he makes gets over, and that's but it the way it's gonna be. That's he, the way it's he, gonna be, buddy. Pooper uh, scooper. I, I would have loved to have seen that though. <sighs> uh, Someone eventually will come out with one. My roommate hate, hates the new NXT. <laughs> <laughs> too colorful and they're the fact that they have three superstars in there right now that are second generation superstars that they're told not to acknowledge who their fathers are yeah you have uh braun breaker who's uh rick steiner's son and then you have von wagner and some other dude and i don't know which is which but one of them's the son of uh bull buchanan and then another one's the son of somebody else also i know but like they're not. But I get. I, I, I get why you don't acknowledge that because it's Bull Buchanan. Uh, buddy, he was in right to censor. <laughs> no, I know he was. And then now, uh, uh, what do you call it? What the fuck? Uh, uh, William Regal's son had a name change over in WWE UK. Now he's like something Dempsey when he oh, was that, like something else before. That clip I sent you was so good. He's a man. How long ago? Brian's laughing his ass off, and he's just like, "God damn it, those, yep. those guys, those goofs back there." The look back really gets me. Yeah, because he's like, "You sons of bitches." Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I popped off multiple times. I got text a buddy uh, about Miro and fucking Taz and the fan. Yeah, not bad. Uh, two hours next. Now, week. now yeah. it's time for the main event. Yeah, just let him do that. I got a lot left in the tank. Yeah. Is, so buddy, is it 10, 12? Uh, I think so. God, it's so long. Well, I'll watch it the next day. I am going to, I think. I'll, I'll get home from work tired as fuck, and I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm so old it, now. Anytime, anytime I look look at something, I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to do. And I see, like, it starts at 830. I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I don't I don't know. No, yeah, no. I when I like t- I have tomorrow off, so I get to like do whatever I want today. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna stay up late. I'm gonna f- like, you know, uh, I'm gonna like clean up. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm play some games because I need to beat some games. And I'll lay down, put on YouTube, and I'm knocked out at like seven. And it's like, oh, yep. <laughs> I know exactly. I just I don't like it. I've I've always been that way though. I've never really cared for like being out super late. Like I'm just I'm ready to go home. It's like what time no. is it? Nine? Fuck, like, get me home. You know. No, but because I usually have to go to bed at six, I, I, on my days off, I like to stay up to like 10, like a normal time. But if you know, back, back when I worked at, uh, uh, five or four thirty in the morning, I could still go to bed at like 10, 11, 12 and get enough sleep for the morning. But it's like, if I want to just stay up all night, then I'm up over 24 hours and then I feel like shit or like I only get two hours of sleep. So it's like, fuck dude, like I need to find something else. I don't even mean like go to bed. I just mean like I don't want. I don't care to be outside when it's late. No, that I'm. Yeah, I've never been like that either. I, I don't even know. I don't know why it is. I just if it the second it starts getting dark, it's like all right, I'm gonna go chill at home. You know. Yeah. Always been that way. Yeah. Even at theme parks too. Like when it gets dark at a theme park, like all right, you ready to go back to the hotel? I am. <laughs> like I'm good. Oh, yeah. the Ferris was lit up. All right, let's go. Yeah, we'll watch one firework, but I'm pretty sure we can see it from the hotel if you just want to go back to the hotel. That is the problem, <laughs> that they always start those fucking late, and I'm just dead. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one time I went, I took my daughter when she was five, and 
I was fucking exhausted, but like we were able to, we were stayed there. So I, I was like holding her up while she was looking at the fireworks and shit like that. It was, it was really cool. And then the buddy was fucking thank, like merciful, <laughs> like thank God it's over. No, I mean I had fun. It was nice, but you know just yeah. the crowds of people and my grandma yeah. at the time worrying about her because we had to you know have her go around and stuff like that. So I saw the fucking Washington Post, I think it was, or maybe it was the New York Times Post, like an article, like. Crowds are down at Disneyland, Disney World. Why is that? Why do you fucking think, you idiot? Hey, 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 how, so, yeah. Hey, how about Corona and the fact they're only letting Californians in? And that was the article, like, and that was what it said. Like, are you, why? Who wrote this? Jesus Christ! Somebody not from California, so somebody who's like, why? Because like, if Florida, it's wide ass open, so like, yeah, anybody can go there. But at least Disneyland here is smart, where it's only Californians. So people flying in, you know, can't. Yeah, how many people fly in just go to Disneyland and shit? That's where most of the business drums up from. So if you're just having Californians go, of course it's going to be down, which which probably now would be the prime time to go because less fucking crowds, hopefully, you know? I do plan on going back either sometime the end of this year or February. I might go sometime uh, uh, next, like, March or something. After I get my tax, I think I might take my daughter. Oh, fuck yeah. Maybe I'll wait till till the buddy goes. Maybe I'll wait. (laughs) <laughs> what up, buddy? We could randomly are, meet up like, hey, we're going to go to Pirates. Like, me too. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine? Just, uh, we, you see the little photo. Everyone's screaming. My head's in your lap. We can finally do the real thrill, buddies. That's... What when are you we talking about? We did. <laughs> when we don't die in a fiery car wreck. <laughs> Those are weird times. We were trying to do everybody. And then I changed my mind and make a Terminator <laughs> we're coming back thing. Yeah, and then I don't think we ever came back. <laughs> I, I think uh, we did because I had gone. It's like I could talk about this. I went. Yeah, that's, I yeah. went during the pandemic in February. Like at the very beginning of it, it hasn't it wasn't super crazy yet, but it was on my mind when I was there. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, hey, Ray yeah. Page is good. Yep, and we'll see you <laughs> in the ring. Oh my God! Oh! Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at SandmanRios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah!